0: welcome back to in the trenches podcast a podcast by youth pastors for youth pastors on today's episode charlie gary and elliot are sitting down with austin westlake to talk about youth ministry we hope you enjoy
1: That's right, guys. We are back with another episode of In the Trenches, and Gary's back on this episode. Gary's
2: yeah. back, baby. You guys shot the funniest one of the year without me. <laughs> <laughs> the most controversial one. Yeah,
0: all we had to do was get in Tony, and yeah. it became... We almost had the explicit... Mark, I want put out um, the unedited version. Yeah, and like- that he will get canceled he
1: would get canceled but uh gary man it's glad i'm glad to have you back and uh we have a very special guest today coming all the way from the national office
3: mr austin westlake how you doing man i'm doing so good especially because i just had some blue bottle coffee praise god blue bottle newport and got some blue bottle that's fancy uh, coffee right there oh it's good coffee It's good. Um, If you don't know Austin, Austin was a
1: part of our camp in 2021. He spoke at uh, P3 and P4, so if you guys were lucky enough to be a part of those camps, you got to hear him speak. And I'm excited to have him on the podcast. Austin, um, again, like I said, works at our national office, and he um, helps oversee our discipleship for student ministries um, across the board. And so, Austin, man, I'm just going to stop talking about you. I'm going to let you kind of share a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, um, and then we'll start from there
0: no you you forgot something you've been forgetting oh, no. this what i have I, forgotten ha- I had someone write in because you forgot this with tony <laughs> <Wow>. we're <laughs> supposed to yeah <laughs> they <laughs> texted checking, you checking no 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 <laughs> it's like church when there's <laughs> a lot like a of in the trenches card? fan mail that i had to go through
1: wow oh i'm gonna get it's, to that i'm gonna no get to
0: that. i'm talking about a crazy youth ministry i know story. i'm gonna get to that that's it starts in the beginning you can't but just once like
1: get it done sharing who he is listen dude i'm gonna share that Okay. Bro, I'm switching it
3: up bro. It's I season three.
0: I don't like this. <laughs> All right, do your thing. <laughs> Go
3: ahead, Austin. <laughs> okay Well, I am a third-generation Assemblies of God mm, minister. That's so good. Come on somebody. That's right. My uh, grandfather. He is still a pastor. He is 91 years old This man still goes live on Facebook multiple times a week to I teach the it. Bible. <laughs> yeah, so third-generation AG pastor and i was born just outside of chicago in naperville illinois and um, moved around a few different times because my dad obviously was a pastor so um went to uh, a church in florida served there in fort myers florida my dad was on staff there and I ended up in Kansas City, which is where my grandfather was pastoring a church, and my dad took over the church in 2006, but we moved back in 2002, so really my formative years, most of them were spent in Kansas City, Missouri, so I'm a Chiefs fan, Royals fan, Boo. grew up about uh, 12 minutes away from the stadiums, so uh, love my teams, love our city, and I uh, felt the call into ministry, really when I was, I was really young, I was probably about seven years old, and uh, I, I sensed it then, but I didn't really know what to do with it, didn't really know exactly how to respond to it you know i was so young and so put it out of my mind for years and then went to national youth conference in indianapolis indiana when i was 16 years Let's old go that's indiana right, that's right hoosiers it was, baby it was at the rca dome where the Colts used to play it doesn't exist anymore lucas or oil dome. now yep but heard the call to ministry there and then from from that point on uh decided that's what i was going to do Uh, Made a ton of mistakes after that moment. Made more mistakes after I heard the call to ministry than I did before (laughs) the call to ministry. But uh, did follow the call of God in my life. Went to Central Bible College in Springfield, Missouri. RIP, that's right. But met my wife there, Lauren. And uh, she's actually from California, from uh, San Francisco Bay Area. So she came out to Missouri. But we, uh, we met there and we got married after college. We were youth pastors immediately at my dad's church. Went on staff there in Kansas City an inner city church, very urban, and uh, it was uh, it was awesome. Such a fun place. Still have a lot of friends and family there. My dad still pastors the church and uh, holds a special place in my heart. Absolutely loved our time there. And uh, in the midst of all of that, we ended up having our son, Jude. We got a five-year-old son named Jude. And uh, we moved from Kansas City to Springfield in 2018 to be the District Youth Directors of the Southern Missouri District of the Assemblies of God. And then just this past summer, we transitioned out of the DYD role into the National Office as the National Director of Student Discipleship. And we also had a daughter in there, so she's almost two years old. Our daughter, Quinn, at this recording is almost two, and she is beautiful. We love her. So uh, we're having fun uh, doing what God's called us to do, and uh, we've met a lot of new friends along the way, including all of you guys sitting here at this table, and we're just uh, we're just glad we get to be a part of this. Still, still hard to believe. Still pretty crazy we get to do ministry at all. Man, that's a, that's a
1: story right there. I love the fact that you kind of gave like the beginning call all the way to today. Because usually it's like, oh, my name is so-and-so. I work at this church. This is my wife. This is my husband, and that's about it. Yeah, I just. This, the this is their audio. wife and their <laughs> husband. <laughs> and their husband. What episode was that, bro? This is the one you weren't a part of. <laughs> this is
0: my wife, and this is my husband. <laughs> the one they
1: got cut out. I need
0: yeah. to go back and re listen, <laughs> dude.
1: No, I figured might as well give the whole autobiography. Why not? I love it, dude. Um, going back to what Elliot was saying, the thing apparently that I missed uh, with Tony, and the reason why I didn't pull it out with Tony is because you, the whole episode been was there. stories. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. He, he's been here. But um, we asked the question of a crazy youth ministry story. And Austin, you've been a part of youth ministry for a long time, so I'm sure you have some pretty
3: crazy stories. I, I do have quite a few stories. Uh, some of the best ones I uh, probably can't share, as I've yeah, heard other dude. people mention I've, the same thing. It's like the best ones you end up not being able to share. Um, but I've, I've got some good ones. Um, my very first night as the youth pastor there at the church, this is my first night as the youth pastor. Uh, the police were, were chasing someone through the back of the of the youth center while I was preaching. There was a guy Uh, I think he had, I don't know if he had robbed a house or done something, held somebody up or was shooting at somebody, but he ended up in in the the youth center apparently, and so the the police are actually walking back and forth in the youth center. We had a gymnasium as our youth center, and so I'm on stage. I can see this going on in the back of the room, but I just stayed (laughs) locked in and continued to preach. They found him down the street. He had climbed a tree. But he was so high on P- PCP when he fell out of the tree about 30, 40 feet, like didn't even bother him. He yeah. wasn't even hurt. <laughs> but And that was my first week. So like, welcome were you ministry. preaching
0: about Zacchaeus? Because that would have been crazy. Yeah, it, you yeah know? I actually was. No, I wasn't. It was but, Zacchaeus <laughs> on PCP? We need to I do know, some I more. Uh, I don't know uh, about that. that. Probably not. But that's,
3: that was literally my first night in youth ministry. And my students never had any idea that the police were even in there. So I just tried to play it cool, and they never knew that they were in there. But um, did you count, that's a sign of a good youth pastor. Did you Bill count the the
0: police as a part of your numbers for that night? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, every
3: every adult, everybody who walks by on the street, everyone exactly. who looks at your building, you have to count them as well. PCP guy, yeah. yeah he, he <laughs> counted as well. He was ministered to that night. Great.
0: Well, before we get into talking about what you're going to talk about, we're in the holiday season, right? And we one decorated of my We f- for Christmas last night. Great. Bro, I'm no. a big shut up dude no no do this, you don't so. need to do that it's time to- what is wrong with you bro Bro, it's thanksgiving oh it's not christmas yet dude.
2: Dude, november 1st
0: yeah i'm playing Christmas listen music. all of the listeners here's here's the the settling of this argument thanksgiving is a part of the christmas season i believe that thanksgiving day can have its its own focus and it's fun but the, it's such a played out you can't listen to it until after thanksgiving bro I Come was on. that way, and then no, never.
3: my wife changed my mind. She convinced me, and so yeah. now our house is fully decorated, Good. and my son's already playing with Turbo Man.
1: So, Great.
0: Ooh, I do like Turbo Man. But can Man. you mention? But hold on. Hold oh on. Oh, my gosh.
1: The reason why I don't like listening to Christmas music before Thanksgiving is because when I, I was-
0: I'm too busy listening to country music. Amen.
1: Whoa. But But when I worked for the hardware store right out of high school, uh, we listened hey, to the hey, radio. first of all, oh, of course you did. Yeah, of course <laughs> I did. We listened to the radio. We didn't have like Spotify or anything like that, and so it was Christmas music. Even, like, I'd say into October all the way into January. I was like, this is annoying. That's fair. So I hate Christmas music before Christmas.
0: You're a real Scrooge McDuck, bro. That's uh, me. Listen, Austin, since it's the holiday season, can you tell our listeners, one of my favorite things about your son, Jude, is he's seen the movie Home Alone. And maybe even for one of the pictures for this episode, you could send us one of the things he set up. Can you explain what he's done?
3: Yeah, so we watched Home Alone, and the first time we watched it with him, he was probably a little, he was too young, I'm just going to be honest, it was, it was kind of a parent failure, he was too young, but uh, he liked it. And, <laughs> and he, there's
0: like, you, you forget like Home Alone, he's yeah, like, he's there's like a, there's a few he words, says some yeah, stuff. There's yeah. some
3: things there, So and some concepts that were like, like, ah, I don't know about that, <laughs> um, but uh, like when Kevin's walking through New York City at night, and there's yep. like those ladies, I'm, oh, I'm, true. Just, I'm like, okay. What uh, ladies? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, watch the movie, go watch the movie. <laughs> I'm not endorsing it, but I'm just saying. Uh, so he uh, he started to, to obviously like how Harry and Marv just got all tore up and destroyed. It's, by, and
0: it still holds up. Like I'll watch oh, it, and the like the physical comedy in that movie is so funny. As a grown man, brilliant. I still laugh. Yeah, yeah,
3: because I I I think back to when they were writing that. Think about them in like a boardroom mm-hmm. or a writing room trying to write some of that stuff. Like imagine <laughs> who is the guy who was like, hey, let's make. Uh, Marv turned into a skeleton for three seconds here holding oh, the great electricity. idea. Yeah, yeah, Brandon. You. That's a great idea Let's go with it. Okay, yeah. let's roll like
0: and I what guess- if he he held the doorknob, but it was really really hot
3: Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. all that like
0: what if it burned the M into
3: his hand like all that stuff I'm just like that I mean imagine being in that room that would have been perfect But my son loves the movies and he obviously loves when those guys get destroyed And so naturally he thought he should set up booby traps around our house <laughs> for me <laughs> At Christmas. Yeah. And so it started with, like, he'd get out all the Hot Wheels cars and, like, put them outside of his room. And I obviously knew they were there. And I could see them. And he'd get action figures and lay them out on the ground and different things and books. And then he started getting more advanced where I would (laughs) walk down the stairs. And rather than it being, like, to his door, to his room... (laughs) there were like cars and toys and jacks and different things <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs. So I'm like walking down into the darkness of the stairs, realizing that there's toys. I'm stepping on these like, this is real life happening. <laughs> One evening I came home from work. This is when we finally set him down and we're like, hey, we can't watch the movie anymore unless you change your behavior. Because I got home from work, I kid you not, opened the door and there were multiple, when I say multiple, like four to six screws. I don't even know where he got the screws. <laughs> There were screws on the ground with the uh, the pointed part, like, facing up. So the head of the screw was on the ground, and it was obvious, like, what he was trying to do, and I'm just like, it has to stop, because one of these times, I'm going to get hurt, and I'm going to have really no one to blame oh, myself, dude. because uh, I opened him up to this kind of, uh, you know, this kind of darkness. <laughs> dude,
1: that is funny. Yeah, that is funny.
3: so... And the thing is, he's getting older and he's getting wiser, so uh, he's gonna get you
0: eventually. Oh, he yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna he's, get me. There's gonna be a, <laughs> a brick tied to a string. <laughs> oh, oh, just yeah.
2: keep any gallons of paint in your house, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, you, bro. My goodness,
3: yeah. Like Don't buy gonna, him a BB gun. Literally, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. If you show up to an event with AGU Ministries and I have an iron burned onto my face, <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened? <laughs> You're <better> gonna know. <laughs> You're gonna know he got me. Jude got to me. Oh man! Oh man! Um, but hey, uh,
1: there's something we want to do a little bit different today. Instead of jumping straight into the uh, the conversation, and we're gonna go into like what it looks like uh working for the network and um working into the discipleship area for student ministries and a bunch of other different things but there's something that elliot brought up and i don't want to take credit for this but if you have tiktok um, i'm sure then you're going to hell that but yes um but um (laughs) if you have tiktok or any kind of social media you've probably seen out there that there are these drafts that people are doing where they're drafting random objects um My wife did one the other day of fruit, and we did like a fruit draft, which is really weird because I don't eat fruit. Um, That would be tough for me. That would be tough for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so Elliot brought up this idea of doing a youth ministry draft. Now, we're not going to be drafting people like youth pastors. But what we do want to do is we want to draft objects of youth ministry,
0: youth culture, youth culture, things. youth ministry. Not just objects, like things about youth ministry. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, like, give us an example.
0: No, no, no. I'm saving. You're, you're just trying to get uh, ideas to steal from my, from my draft.
2: Uh-huh. So how do we go? Who goes first?
1: Yeah,
0: who goes first, Charlie? We'll have Austin go first. Really? Austin with the first round pick. So then, what way are we going? We'll go Gary. Oh, we'll so I'm me. last.
1: Yes, you're last. Of course. So Austin's wow. going to go first, Gary's going to go second, I will go Comment third. And three picks, right? Three picks, because there is four of us. If we did five picks each, it would be taking way too long. It would be the whole podcast. It would be the whole podcast. So are we like leaning
2: towards spiritual, or
1: is no, this just Whatever like you're
0: feeling, you probably are. Anything well, that's youth
2: pastory.
3: Okay.
0: Youth yeah. ministry related. I could go first, because I have ideas. No. If you want me to set I'm the I'm going to go
3: with, I need a... Uh, this, think, is the first pick, this is, yeah, this is the first pick we can't we can't is,
0: take other people's picks what so are you talking about if he picks something you can't pick it
3: well yeah it's a draft it's already been taken off the board okay give me a basketball goal mm. and maybe a basketball and and we're good that's and fair we're good that's I have solid had more more good conversations over basketball than just about anything else so it's good and also there's students who will show up just to play basketball and then you know it's true. Hmm. Okay, basketball, basketball off the board, right off the number
0: board. one pick. Inter- it's that's, an interesting that, pick for number one. That's a high pick for number one, but I respect I th- it. Uh, yeah. All right. Tattoos.
1: Tattoo like tat- tattooing in youth ministry. Just youth Having pastors tat- have, tattoos. have tattoos. Oh, oh. That's a good
0: wow! Pick. Oh. Underrated. I wasn't. All of us have tattoos.
1: Man, now I feel like I might because <laughs> I I prepared fact? for this, and so I feel like with these two off the board, like they're not, they weren't even like thoughts. And I feel like I'm going in the wrong direction right now. You're so spiritual. No, I'm not. I there was a few He's like things. number
0: one pick. Hoedown. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanical bowl. Future <laughs> farmers <laughs> of America. <laughs> He's picking things. Yeah. Up. Snake skin <laughs> boots. So like,
1: like this is like this is the route that I was going was like chaps. No. <laughs> what? Like, Only with like, the leather. Like a great budget. To be oh able to have like an gosh, unlimited dude. money, bro. This is it
0: not. We're not talking about. See, that's, you, what, that's what if I'm if saying, you bro. A, if you had a genie and you make wishes. This is supposed to be realistic. realistic? Nobody has. Nobody in youth ministry has a great budget unless you're Corey the, from the Bridge, bro.
1: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm just gonna go on the spiritual route, and I'm just gonna say the Bible. Oh my! Right God. off the top, gosh. bro. Boo. Right off the top. So you guys' wow. youth ministries can't Kay. exist without that. I just want you to know that there's Listen, a lot to do.
0: Here's <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's why we have Austin in the position <laughs>
0: that he's in. Here's Here's No, here's a real here's a real number 1 pick. All right. Little Caesar's pizza. You can't you have a word. little L- youth ministry without Little Caesar's pizza. You Correct. can. No, you, you can't can. have it without the Bible though. It brings kids. So far I feel like Dude, I've won this first round. Uh, everybody in the comments please All just right. comment this is a podcast. Alright. Pig number 2.
3: Okay, with pick number 2, I am going to say oh man um i'm trying to decide do we want to go spiritual do we want to go i mean is this i'm not going spiritual at
0: all none of my picks will be
3: well that's why we're set apart austin (laughs) (laughs) pick number two i'm gonna go with Let's go I know I'm I'm cycling through all the things I would never choose. Like for example, an all nighter. Like if you're oh, doing yeah, an all nighter, yeah, just know yeah. that I'm praying for you, but I wouldn't choose that bad, for my, whoever bad does call. those are weird. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> choose that for my, my top five. Um I'm going to go with a I'm gonna go with a band. Mm, Ooh. That was in my that was I'm gonna in, go with a band. And the that reason was in is mine. because
0: Student-led. student yeah, led. Student led band. Of course. Because mm. if there's
3: a band, I mean you can That's good. You can turn That's the a solid pick
1: It's a good
0: number two pick. Yeah.
1: Inflatables. Oh.
0: Gary. Gary going with tattoos and inflatables.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, dodgeball.
3: Mm, the classic yes. dodgeball
1: game. I'm surprised it got all the way to round two, but That's it a did. a pick. Yeah. So Bible dodgeball. We're so on. are you
3: going with like the rhino skin balls or yeah, the real kickball balls that will like break no. your glasses? Like, no. okay. okay, Yeah. We have to go with the, the
1: softer okay. ones. Sure.
0: Number two, especially youth ministry now, guest speakers. Ooh. Ooh. Come on.
1: Oh well, I, I now I see why you said that came one came to play. <laughs> came <laughs> to play. Yeah. All right, last round, right here, Austin. What is your last pick?
2: Small
3: groups. Mm.
1: Oh gotta nice. have them. Okay. Okay.
2: I'm going old school, California, but still in play anywhere else in the nation. Uh, human videos. Whoa. Human videos.
0: Yeah. What? Is, like you don't know about human videos? <laughs> Just like a video. You never. You're telling wait, me. Wait. You're telling man. me you've never seen the devil. Demons try and, and fight for a, a girl's never soul seen while, fire while Jesus hands? is is covering her? You, you're telling oh, like, me you've like never plays? seen that? No, these no, are human videos. videos. Like, Have oh. you ever seen Have you it? ever heard casting crowns play while a bunch of teenagers? Do you right. know who Carmen is? Yeah, bro. Yeah. The champion? Bro, y'all lost Riot? We went riot. Oh my my riot. Sh- Dude. I'm telling you, I'm barely a Christian,
1: so that's why I had to go with the Bible. I've never heard of this before. Man,
2: Wait, I have a runner, up. Really? I have a runners up too. If we're gonna go, if I'm staying the old school, but go ahead.
1: Um, I'm gonna go uh, with the third and, and the last pick, I have the Bible first round, dodgeball second round, and I'm gonna do giveaways for the third round. Mm.
0: Ooh, that's good. I'll go. Uh, so I've had first round pizza. That's a good one. Great pick. This is the last pick, by the way. Second round guest speakers, preferably. Youth Alive missionaries as guest speakers. Carter's a really good speaker. Thirdly, I'm gonna go Christian rap. Oh, oh, need some Christian rap for your playlist. You know,
3: that's a good. That's a good one. That's perfect. It's a good pick. Some social club misfit. Yeah, they have a new album. It's actually really good.
0: You know. Okay, (laughs) speaking of Christian rap, (laughs) one time I had a leader, Bankhead. Some of the listeners will know who I'm talking about. He was in charge of our playlist. He got to youth. Hooked his phone up to the speaker, started playing our playlist, which had Christian rap and some like, you know, just fun Justin Bieber songs, like stuff like that. I'm I'm hanging out with kids playing basketball. See? Great pick. And uh I'm I'm far away from the speakers. My parents, the pastors of the church, were were there just like hanging out with kids. I hear the the song end and I hear mustard on that beat. <laughs> DJ Mustard's call sign. And <laughs> my first thought is Lecrae is collabing with everybody, dude. He <laughs> no. did a song with DJ Mustard. <laughs> oh,
1: <no. laughs>
0: my second thought was, was that the N-word? And then no, it was, was that the N-word again? It, he was playing a song called My Flag, which I'm not going to encourage you to go listen <laughs> to it. But it is basically the game. It, it's every rapper who is gang affiliated rapping about being gang affiliated. Uh, so you need Christian rap is my point. It's a great pick. A yeah.
1: Before we do close the segment out, I wanna know what was your second uh their last pick, Gary? Yeah, you said you had another old school on it. It was
2: just and then this is for Austin. Like if you're a youth pastor in the nineties and you had a playlist. There weren't playlists back in the nineties, but True. Michael W. Smith Go West Young Man.
0: Oh mm. Go West Young Man. Or or what was Come the on. other one that, that would album. play at the end of camps? Uh um do you know what song I'm talking about? No, I don't I think, think that's was a Green Day was Michael song. W. Smith. You're thinking no, of the Green <laughs> Day, Day song. You are talking about SoCal. Mike yes. and the Mechanics, I think. Uh, th- it was the, the song that's like... Uh, the Graduation song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> oh. it, they played a Graduation song. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, was, I, was it real? No, it's, it's <laughs> a song that's like... Friends are friends forever. Uh,
3: Oh, that's a Michael W. Smith
0: song. That is a Michael W. Okay, I was was right. That's clutch. Friends are friends forever. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I thought for sure you were talking about that Green Day song. Yeah. uh, The time of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought for sure. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. man.
2: All right, here we go. But in the end, it's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: But let us know. Um, I don't know how you can let us know. What your picks would have been. Yeah, Yeah, message us on Instagram. Well, first off, let us know who won cuz i really want not that. you bro bro what are you talking about i have the bible Honestly, as number 1 yeah,
0: pick i feel like the bible was the bible's unspoken we all yeah, had it yeah yeah that's kind of like, like a, picking jesus for yeah, correct bro. i yeah. have jesus yeah, as my like, second oh no, my god <laughs> that's like a <laughs> jesus was your second pick wow Whoa. Yeah, interesting
1: bible. actually huh. god
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus but also god <laughs> <laughs> also god <laughs> um, my my number 1 pick the father number 2 pick the son <laughs> number 3 the holy spirit <laughs>
1: As we move on, Austin, again, you work for the network office, working for the national office. National office. Sorry, I keep Mm. messing that up. I said that twice. That is
3: my fault. I don't mean to disrespect you like that. I feel very disrespected. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bullied on this podcast already, in fact.
0: I got into the national office for one reason and one reason only. (laughs) recognition on podcast (laughs) that's right
1: (laughs) but you work for the national office for discipleship and student ministries and I just kind of want to pick your brain what is that what does that mean what does that look like for you Um, and yeah just lets you kind of go with that
3: yeah that uh, it means it means a lot of things and some of it I'm still learning what it means (laughs) because I started at the end of June really wasn't in the office until after National Youth Convention which is an event that we that we host every year and that we hosted in Orlando in August because I was doing some traveling camps and different things in July. So got there and it was just like a ton of information all at once. But what I'm finding is that uh, this office that, that I fulfill, I oversee national fine arts. And we have an amazing National Fine Arts Coordinator, Holly Davis. You should have her on the podcast sometime. She is a machine. So she oversees all of that, but that is in, uh, in our department there. And then I also get to see oversee Bible Quiz. Mm-hmm. So if you're familiar with Bible Quiz, I get to oversee Teen Bible Quiz. And those are the two major ministries that I get to oversee. But I also get to have uh, a hand in helping plan National Youth Convention, which now going forward is National Youth Conference. Next year, we're hosting that in Columbus, Ohio. At the end of July and O-H. August, that's right. It's going to be awesome.
0: Nobody, nobody, oh, like no, not around here. Nah, Io, not...
3: but get to oversee that. Get to get to have my hand in a lot of the planning for that. So really excited about that. That's a lot of fun. And then also get to come and support DYDs and Youth Alive Missionaries and be at events and and speak into what's going on there. And then a large part of the position of the role is helping put out discipleship resources, helping initiate different uh, programs through discipleship and really keeping discipleship at the forefront of what we do because you know, it's pretty obvious that's what Jesus asked us to do and I'm passionate about it. The Assemblies of God is passionate about it and so uh, that's going to be a large part of what, what I do. I'm already working on resources uh, with a few other people on the team. Uh, we're going to get some resources out this next year and I'm excited about it. So, Can we talk
1: about what those resources are?
3: Like a little um, little tease about it? Well, I'll say this. We will be putting out a uh, multi, multi-week curriculum specifically for small groups that are going to help youth groups understand why we believe what we believe and it's going to focus uh, heavily and primarily on what we believe in the assemblies of god so that's going to be a great resource uh, for youth groups and churches to use just to help students understand what they're a part of when they're a part of an assemblies of god church what we believe why we believe it and why we think it's right yeah,
2: I absolutely love where it's headed nationally because, I mean, you guys have talked about it enough to, to, to say it again. It's just discipleship, discipleship, discipleship. We missed it in the 90s in youth ministry, big time, and even the 2000s. And so it's that it's, it's this ball that we dropped that is finally being picked up again and, and run with and, and reminded the importance of, of discipleship in teenagers' lives that if we don't build a strong foundation Um, none of the other stuff matters because they will flounder they will fall away they will deconstruct because nothing was ever really constructed
3: right yep i absolutely agree with that and i think um, one thing that that we are going to be intentional about and that we're going to encourage leaders to be intentional about just speaking of deconstruction is giving students a safe place to bring some of their questions and a safe place to bring some of their doubts and and some of the hesitations they have or some of the things that they're struggling with and just having a safe place in a small group, in a spiritual family like the church, where they can actually bring it up and not be shunned and not be pushed away the moment that they bring something uh, to the table or a question that they have. And so, again, we're, we're really big on, on encouraging youth groups and churches to have small groups and healthy spiritual families for students to be a part of because those conversations happen there.
1: Yeah, and, and you mentioned small groups, and I, I, I like small groups. We're getting ready to jump back into small groups at our church for our youth group. Um, and I know this is kind of taken away from the discipleship side of things, but awesome. What would you say to somebody that their, their church is like, we just don't do small groups. We don't believe in small groups. Um, yeah. how, how would you um, have that conversation? Do you
3: feel like small groups are necessary or, or no? I feel like small groups are absolutely necessary. So just to tell you a little bit about my experience, Um, The church that I was a youth pastor at, we did not have small groups as a church. It wasn't a part of the culture there. It was a metropolitan church. It wasn't necessarily a community church. It had people from all different areas of the city coming in. And, And so it was never really a part of what we had done, but in the youth ministry, we really felt like we were supposed to do that. And so we started doing small groups every single week. We did ours on Sundays, and it allowed students to connect with leaders and have a leader pour into them and also have a leader teach them in a smaller setting teach them scripture talk about what we've been talking about on Wednesday nights in our messages in our sermons and uh, really what it, what it did is it again it helped students grow in their faith not just come and have an experience once a week hang out with their friends eat some good food play some basketball and and be a part of a service you know it was it was really that connecting point and it gave them it gave them a spiritual leader in their life uh, other than myself because as the youth pastor i i was not supposed to be the only spiritual voice in their life the only godly voice in their life and it, Empower the leaders to do that,
0: yeah. I have a question, but I also thought of a great thing I should have said in the opening, so I think I'll say it now. I have to, I should have called you the captain of the discipleship, which would have been great. Um, but real missed opportunity. Whoa, (laughs) you should get a captain's hat. Oh, my goodness, that you wear to the office every day.
3: A captain's, can I say gar like a pirate? Yes, you should. Um,
0: my question, I forgot my question. No, (laughs) my question would be, I know that you're developing resource, um, which I think is great. And I think we need that, but what would be like some practical tips, uh, when it comes to the local youth pastor day in and day yeah. out, like, cause there's so many different, um, I'm trying to think of a different word cause a friend of mine gives me a hard time, but I can't think of a better word context, uh, context. Represented, yep. there's the local, the full time youth pastor, right? Part time, bivocational, volunteer. Yep. And yep. I do agree with what Gary um, has been saying. I'm excited that National Office has you specifically in this position, but that this position uh, is being focused on because yep. I, I think that this matters in youth ministry. But th- like, I think even youth pastors understand that. But like, what is some practical advice you could give? the the listeners of this podcast when it comes to uh discipleship
3: i think the the first and the most important thing uh that we need to realize remember most if you're listening to this and you're youth pastor you should have already realized this but to remember is that discipleship was an instruction from jesus yeah when he sent the disciples out the great commission it is the great commission right it's not the great suggestion we've all heard that if we have been around leadership circles for longer than two weeks i'm writing that down We've, we've right like we've heard that so many times But the reason why we hear it so often is because it is absolutely true. It was the Great Commission. Jesus gave the disciples this instruction to go and preach the gospel and to make disciples of all nations. So we need to understand that this is not a suggestion. This is not just a good idea. This is something we've been called to do. If we're called to youth ministry, we're called to discipleship, bottom line. If we're called to any ministry, we're called to discipleship, and I believe that we all are. Another thing we have to do is we have to define discipleship. Discipleship has to be defined in your context, because things that go undefined, I think, often go undone, mm. right? If, if your parents leave the house and, you're like, and they're like, hey, I want you to do all of your chores, okay, great. Well, if they haven't already defined what those chores are, those chores are not going to get done. There has to be some definition given to that, and so I think that can vary a little bit depending on your context, but ultimately it's got to be based in biblical truth, maybe some extra biblical resources that have been vetted by theologians that obviously come up with a great definition for what discipleship looks like in your context, so I think we've got to define it because if it goes undefined, it's going to go undone. Another uh, no. thing that we've got to realize, and sorry if I'm just like rattling no, no, off no, no. some stuff, but I think this is so important for youth pastors, youth leaders, volunteer youth workers, to to remember is that discipleship starts with us. Mm. That we yeah. we we that's cannot great. possibly build yeah. healthy disciples if we are not a healthy disciple. A hundred percent, and that's something so that I don't think is Happy
2: enough just in in your day to day christian person 's life that right. you know we have to um, uh, again relook at how we 've done youth ministry in the past and do it better mm-hmm. um, and i 'm saying that as someone who's you know I feel like honestly at, at some point I was part of the problem, not the solution when it came to discipleship and, and obviously now it 's something i 'm very passionate about um, I would say too that um, I, my hope is that you guys are going to be able to put some stuff out because the one question I get asked a lot from our um, our network and student ministries is um, what do you do for discipleship? What do you have right. for mm-hmm. discipleship? Right. Is there, something you, is there a, a, something you can give me to help me disciple my students? Because right. a majority of our youth pastors are um, young or volunteer or bivocational. Um, you know, is that something that you guys are going to be looking at putting out too is just stuff we can use.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the resources that we're, that we're going to be putting out is actually going to be, it's going to be discussion guides, very detailed discussion guides, Mm. multiple weeks. And that's something that I think youth leaders, youth pastors can take their students through every single year, and it will still be relevant every single year. Uh, These are truths that are not going to get old. They're not going to go away. It's the truth. And so, so one of the resources we're working on is going to be just that, something they can take their students through, I think, every year. And then we've already been in discussions about the next resource, following the, the one that I've already mentioned here, that we're gonna hopefully be putting out, which is in conjunction with the Seven Dimensions of a Spirit-Filled Disciple, which if you've not been familiar with the Seven Dimensions of a Spirit-Filled Disciple, I would encourage you to go to uh, the website, just ag.org, And uh, you can find the seven dimensions of discipleship. I'm not sure if you're all familiar with that in your district and your network, but that is actually an incredible resource for leaders because it helps you define discipleship in your context. It helps you define what it means to be a lifelong spirit-filled follower of Jesus. And so that is a resource I wish would have been around when I was a youth pastor, and I wish I would have been humble enough to use it when it was available. Yeah, they sent me mine, and
2: they sent it in Spanish. (laughs) Because I saw Garcia.
3: yeah. I, I like what you just said,
0: though. Oh, Wait, I was going to say something, Charlie. i oh, sorry. I just came oh, in here. Sorry. Okay. You mentioned... True story. That's true. <laughs> and I was like, unless it says, milagroso, abres caminos, cumples, promesas. <laughs> oh, unless goodness. it's the words to Waymaker, I can't help you because wow. that's all I know. Wow. You mentioned... <laughs>
3: si, senor, de- si, senor, si, senor. Anybody remember? I know that I know, that
0: no one. I know esta that so one. You mentioned uh, <laughs> defining discipleship. Yeah. There's a guy I knew in high school this isn't my question, but I do want to mention this. There's a guy I knew in high school whose name, nickname was Definition. And then he'd Ooh. he'd introduce himself. He's like, Yo, what's up? My name's Definition. Best in the world, no competition. Which is so dope, dude. Oh, I mean, if you can walk in and introduce yourself like that, like what yes. do you say to that? I it think I make great. fun of him. He wasn't white, so it it like it, it was incredible. <laughs> I
3: mean, what do you what do you even say to that? How do you there's no you no, just, there's, no, there's no comparing yeah
0: dude so no, anyways no. speaking of <laughs> definitions um how how would you define discipleship do you understand what I'm saying like I yeah. think that we're talking about doing that uh but I, like when I think of discipleship in the local youth context uh I think there's like a couple of main things that come to my mind which is um community and then I was trying to make it start with the same letter, but I don't think, maybe content, but like community and uh, digging into the word, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes the balance of that, like, like so, I don't know. D- how would you define discipleship?
3: Sorry, I was trying to look up the, uh, the no, definition. Yeah, we, we actually have it, yeah, with the seven dimensions, but I keep finding What's the Spanish version. I keep finding the Spanish version every time mm-hmm. I try and yeah. look through Gary, my Gary, can, On can you
0: translate <laughs> real quick? <laughs>
3: Point one. <laughs> <laughs> Waymaker. Basically I would I would describe it I would describe it as it's being a lifelong learner and follower of Jesus. Mm. Right? Because the word disciple it means to be a learner. And so I think it's a lifelong learner. It's a follower of Jesus. That's what a disciple is. And then you gotta start breaking down what does it mean to be a follower, what does mm. it mean to be to be a learner. But really you're learning the ways of Jesus and something that's really important for us to remember And however we, we define it. Is that discipleship is not a destination; it is a journey, right? Yeah. It's something that it, we're constantly growing in. It's not just supposed to be a one-time, one moment thing. Okay, now I am the disciple that I'm always going to be, and that I'm going to be forever. No, it's it's a journey. Yeah, yeah. it's but a ship.
0: I yeah. just want to encourage exactly the, right.
3: the youth pastors that are listening to this. Like, it's
2: it's a must. Like, yeah. it's not it's a non-negotiable in youth ministry. Fact, youth pastors, you have to. And if you don't know how, figure it out. Learn it. Connect with it, do it yourself. Um, But discipleship is a must. There's no like, oh, we don't do that. No, it's a must for youth ministry. Yeah.
0: I'm not trying to take this conversation in a different direction, but I will just say this. I've been having conversations with youth pastors, and obviously, Youth Alive um, is what I do and what I focus on. But just talking about creating a culture where the campus isn't. secondary or like a thing that sure. you get like making the campus a pillar of youth ministry Absolutely. and i actually think there's something to campus and discipleship pairing um yep. and uh even being a, a, a frame of mind i've been talking with a youth pastor who who even views clubs and some of the language that he uses when it comes to their youth night they don't they encourage kids to go to clubs almost as a small group for their youth ministry. Um, And and again, I know that's like a whole different uh, can of worms to open, but I just, I think like there can be creative. We don't have to fit in these like boxes. Like I totally agree with Gary, this is a must, but then how we accomplish that uh, is something that there's room to kind of like figure out what works for your area. And uh, and that's where like resources come in handy because you can kind of plug and play those. Yeah. but uh I, i'm excited about the future of discipleship
3: Well, we're also finding and you all know this but we're finding that there's not one silver bullet as they say mm. there's not one one thing that's going to work in every single context yeah, there's, right. it's going to be a culmination of a number of different things it's not just a habit of reading your bible and praying every day huge part of it yes but it's not just that it's also having strong community Bible-believing, spirit-filled leaders pouring into your life. It's a number of different things. Accountability. Accountability. Yeah, there's so many layers to it. It's being involved in ministry because we know discipleship is not just being, it's also doing. And so the clubs and different things like that on the campus that you're talking about, they play a huge role because it's not just one thing. It's a culmination of a number of things that really help build someone into the disciple that that they're supposed to be. It's great.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. And there's even something that you said. And I love the fact that we have these resources because I think for so long, at least for me, I'll speak for myself where I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to grow myself. I'm going to do it myself. And you you said it too. It was like where you were, um, you were humble enough to say, oh no, I'm going to use these resources. You yeah. don't, you don't have to do yeah, it yourself. Dude. Cause I think that's, and, and especially for younger youth pastors, I'm going to speak from my experience. Like, like I said, I thought I could do it myself, but there's so many resources out there. And especially what we're doing with AG and having all this out there for us. It's like,
0: utilize it. It's yeah. there. hundred percent.
3: Yeah. I think w- one of my biggest struggles, if I could just be honest about my journey, one of my biggest struggles in the local church youth ministry again was that i wasn't humble enough to use incredible resources that were mm-hmm. already created yeah. so i would spend a lot of time creating our own stuff i would spend a lot of time writing our own content or delegating someone else to do it when really there was there was great content available i just i wasn't humble enough to use it so my hope is if there's a young youth pastor or youth leader listening that you would be humble enough to take the advice and the work of someone who's gone before you and put it into practice because yeah. I mean, again, I really wish that I would have had more humility. Um, you live and you learn. it's part of the journey. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wish that I would have been. And I think sometimes that even comes back to, and I think it is, is closely connected to, um, why we're discipling students, mm. right? Because we're discipling students because Jesus asked us to. Yeah. And if Jesus asked us to do something, we shouldn't care who gets the credit or whose material we're using as long as it's fulfilling the goal and what God asked us to do. And and something that we, as youth leaders, young or old, need to remember is that discipleship is not about what we can take from students or leaders. It's about what we can teach them, yeah. great, right? The term disciple means to be a lifelong learner. It means to be a learner, or a follower of someone. Well, if there's going to be learning, there has to be teaching happening. And I think a lot of times we see someone who has some potential. They have a gift. They have an ability. And we're like, oh, we want to use their gifts to build our ministry. Yeah. Let's disciple them. Well that's that's just that's not right that's not the Jesus way the Jesus way is god has asked us to do this he's mandated that we do this there's someone there who needs to be discipled yeah and we are the discipler let's do it yeah yeah
2: i know we're wrapping up but i wanted to just share one more thing with you guys especially with two young dads here and, and a future dad and, and uh what just uh, uh an, <laughs> not an announcing anything <laughs> oh. someday <laughs> you know a lot of times we we pass off a lot of things when it comes to our kids we pass off education we let someone else educate our kids can I just tell you guys a lesson that I've learned is um, don't pass off discipleship to your yeah, kids, to great. someone else. Like, uh, and again, youth pastors, that doesn't mean don't do discipleship. Do yeah. discipleship. But parents, don't just rely on your youth pastors to be your kid's discipler. Yeah. You be your discipler. You so disciple good. them. That's great.
1: That's good. That's um, great advice. As we, as we do close, there's one question I want to ask you, Austin. And you, you've done a lot of traveling and um, a lot of traf- traveling, and you've seen a lot of different youth ministries and and um, been to different states. And I just want to ask this question, just a just a broad question. What do you feel like is um,
2: the best state out there and, and the wow. worst state you've been to? The best state? Just remember where Blue Bottle Coffee is. I was yeah. going to
3: say, I mean, if I say anything other than California while I'm <laughs> sitting in Southern California. You're I fine. I, like I won't judge gonna you. Gonna, the best state, I would have to say the best state, is Missouri because that's, that's a safe where answer. that's where my family is, that's where my kids are right now. It's where my wife is, and uh, you know that's that's home. So where the home is, the hardest is. So, yeah. What about know? the worst state? Also Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I was Be, say, because have you
0: because have you been there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Springfield's so yeah, much yeah, fun. His, his family's there, but <laughs> if, also also, his, if it's not
2: Springfield, have you been to Branson? Yeah, uh, uh,
0: I'll say that. Just I'll look s- at their gas stations, dog. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. I'll say this. Well, we have Quick Trip. Quick Trip's great. Yeah, incredible. I'll say this. Watch that go one.
3: I, I love to come to Southern California. Yeah, love of course. Love you guys and uh, appreciate you guys very much. You guys hey. are friends and uh, some of the best to ever do it, so. Thank
1: you. Yes, thank you, Austin. It was great to have you on the podcast, man. And, um, yeah, that's all we have for you for today's episode. Elliot, Gary, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Great to have Gary back. It is great to have Gary back. But, hey, if you guys have any questions you want us to go over on these podcasts, uh, why don't you reach out to us on Instagram at SoCal Youth Pastors. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to talk with you. Um, Again, all these resources we were talking about with Austin, they are on ag.org, I believe, is the website. That's right. Yep. Or you can go to the
3: discipleship.ag.org Dot .edu discipleship.ag.org and uh, you will find that the seven dimensions of discipleship is a PDF you can download again I can't stress enough how much that can help you, if you and it's out. also in Spanish Yeah, it <laughs> is they is also. Did, Gary <laughs> knows <laughs> Gary can <laughs> <laughs> attest also in Spanish uh,
1: but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in today hope you guys go check out those resources but other than that we will catch you
0: on the next podcast see ya amen